Thank you for tuning in on this side of another year, as we call it in the Western society. But more importantly, another dispensation of time. I wanted to start by sharing a little bit of transparency in regards to how the year has started off for me. Here's the thing to keep in mind. It's not how you start, but it's how you finish that is important. See, we get so caught up and bogged down in our own selves and our mistakes and past mistakes that we prevent ourselves from moving forward beyond the point in which we made those mistakes or committed those deeds. But truly in all things, all things, God is worthy of praise. The beginning of our year started off like this. It started with my wife experiencing some symptoms in regards to COVID-19. And lo and behold, just the other day, we received back our results that said that we were positive. Now, here's the ironic thing about that. After experiencing the symptoms such as headaches, chills, fever, sweats, God is worthy of his praises for he is the one who is the sustainer of our lives. And truly, our lives belong to him. And it doesn't mean that tough times or calamities won't befall you, but it does mean that he is always there for you, leading you and guiding you through. So as we get ready to dive into this episode today, I want to bring you Psalms 106. I believe it is fitting for the beginning of a new year, as well as for the circumstances and conditions that we find ourselves in. And To understand the basis of Scripture, we must place ourselves in the context from which they were written. As the Scriptures confirm, there is power of life and death in the tongue, and in order for us to overstand the words spoken, we must acquire a superior knowledge which comes from the Creator, Most High, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. This podcast is dedicated to the seeking of knowledge, the reading of written word, and the understanding of the will of the Most High Creator of the ends of the universe. May He forgive me if I do or say anything wrong. Welcome to an Overstanding Word podcast where we discuss context of scripture in order to overstand the words within for intended applications thereof. I'm your host, Nakia Anderson, and welcome to this journey that we shall take together. Psalms 106 goes like this. Praise the Lord. And I mean, truly, we could, we could stop there. But it says, praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Who can list the glorious miracles of the Lord? Who can even praise him enough? There is joy for those who deal justly with others and always do what is right. Remember me, Lord, when you show favor to your people. Come near and rescue me. Let me share in the prosperity of your chosen ones. Let me rejoice in the joy of your people. Let me praise you with those who are your heritage, like our ancestors. We have sinned, we have done wrong, we have acted wickedly. Our ancestors in Egypt were not impressed by the Lord's miraculous deeds. They soon forgot his many acts of kindness to them. Instead, they rebelled against him at the Red Sea. Even so, he saved them 
to defend the honor of his name and to demonstrate his mighty power to dry up. So he rescued them from their enemies and redeemed them from their foes. Then the water returned and covered their enemies. Not one of them survived. Then his people believed his promises. Then they sang his praises. Yet how quickly they forgot what he has done. Truly, the Lord is worthy of praises in all things. They won't wait for his counsel. In the wilderness, their desires ran wild, testing God's patience in that dry wasteland. So he gave them what they asked for, but he sent a plague along with it. The people in the camp were jealous of Moses and envious of Aaron, the Lord's holy priest. Because of this, the earth opened up and swallowed Dathan and buried Abiram and the other rebels. Fire fell upon their followers. A flame consumed the wicked. The people made a calf at Mount Sinai. They bowed before an image made of gold. They traded their glorious God for a statue of a grass-eating bull. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done such great things in Egypt, such wonderful things in the land of Ham, such awesome deeds at the Sea of Reeds. So he declared he would destroy them. But Moses, his chosen one, stepped between the Lord and the people. He begged him to turn from his anger and not destroy them. The people refused to enter the pleasant land, for they wouldn't believe his promise to care for them. Instead, they grumbled in their tents and refused to obey the Lord. Therefore, he solemnly swore that he would kill them in the wilderness, that he would scatter their descendants amongst the nations, exile them to distant lands. Then our ancestors joined in worship of Baal at Peor. They even ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They angered the Lord with all these things. So a plague broke out amongst them. But Phineas had the courage to intervene, and the plague was stopped. At Meribah, too, they angered the Lord, causing Moses serious trouble. They made Moses angry, and he spoke foolish. Israel failed to destroy the nations in the land as the Lord had commanded them. Instead, they mingled amongst the pagans and adopted their evil customs. They worshipped their idols, which led to their downfall. They even sacrificed their sons and daughters to the demons. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, by sacrificing them to idols of Canaan. They polluted the land with murder. They defiled themselves by their evil deeds and their love of idols was adultery in the Lord's sight. See, we talk about adultery, right? Well, in this context, what is adultery meaning when it says that they defile themselves by their evil deeds and their love of idols was adultery in the Lord's sight? What is that meaning? What do you think about that? Is it talking about in a sexual context which we always associate adultery with or is it talking about them breaking what they had promised the vow that they had made I want you to think about that that's why the lord's anger burned against his people and he abhorred his own special possession he handed them over to pagan nations and they were ruled by those who hated them their enemies crushed them and brought them under their cruel power again and again he rescued them but they chose to rebel against him and they were finally destroyed by their sin even so he pitied them in their distress and listened to their cries 
He remembered his covenant with them and relented because of his unfailing love. He even caused their captors to treat them with kindness. Save us, O Lord our God. Gather us back from amongst the nations so we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. And that is the end of the reading of Psalms 106. Praise the Lord in all things. See, in the circumstances and situations that my family and I have faced, just in the turn of this new year, we could have easily grumbled or complained or forgotten that there is a creator who is the beginning of our life as he predetermined us in the womb, fashioned us into a human fleshly body and placed our spirit in that vessel, which means that he is also the end of our journeying here in this thing we call time. And if that be true, that means that our life and our death should be all unto him. As the scripture confirms, don't consider those who are slain in the way of the creator as dead, for you know not what their ultimate journey is. And see, we could have easily came into this place of fear with coming down with this thing that's called COVID. His wisdom, through his strength, through his ability to see our needs and to provide. So truly all praises, all honorable and worthy praises go to the Most High. I hope that this message has truly been a message of faith, of belief, of knowledge, and that it would bring you into this new year not having fear. Not having fear of what the world wants you to fear in these days and times. Not having fear because there is a global pandemic. We must examine the reasons why this pandemic is in our midst in the first place. And when we truly examine that, maybe we would turn ourselves back into the one unfailing love of our creator. When we do that, surely our land will be healed. Surely the pestilence that plagues our land the fear that is put on by our enemies would subside. For surely the enemy will not win against the creator. And he knows that. But the enemy knows that his time is very short. His time is nigh. And in knowing that, he's doing everything that he can to keep the people of God from knowing their creator, thereby causing their downfall to go down with him. Don't fall for it, people. Do not fall for the tactics and the schemes of the enemy. He will not win. And if you go down with him, you will not win as well. May the Lord forgive me if I made any mistakes. God bless. We are the voice of love. We are the voice of hope. Yes, we are. Once we are. Yeah. We are the voice of peace. Still, we are the lords of war. Yes, we episode has been brought to you by way of the giving it away to walk in the presence of God fundraiser. Link is posted in the bio.